Hey, Joshua. Hey, girl. What is up? We're coming in with a new a new topic and a new idea. This something new this, and exciting. Yeah, I mean, I would say so. This is a new idea we decided to throw together, and I think we're it's gonna amuse bouche. See, yeah, it's literally just the taster at the beginning of the week. Mm, You're perfectly yes. right. Yeah. So we are calling it Tops Tuesday, uh-huh. and we are gonna run down like the top five of our favorites of yeah. things so here's of the thing whatever we decided to choose for the current like we literally can like throw it to each other like right before we start it yep so tonight we've decided to throw together our top five rom-coms each yes and at the top of this episode oh, i yeah, decided yeah. that you and i are gonna top it off with a shot that we're yes. gonna cheers together you know, oh, it's got, a new. You have it's to a put new yours thing. in the cup. Mine's already in my cup. I put mine in a little, my cute little shooter. Yes, yes. Mine's my butterfly garden from Branson, Missouri, and then the one Josh has, I think, is from Cozumel that Emma got from. It me says Morgan's Bar. So it was from Cozumel while Emma was on a carnival cruise. So well, hey. cheers to Tops Tuesday. Tops Tuesday, everybody. Ah. Uh, ooh. Uh. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> what you tell? What you tell everyone? Uh, what you just took a shot of yourself? Like it's a fucking. Uh... Oh, give me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a shot of Fireball. Yes, yes, and I had a which uh... directly tastes like 2013 for me. <laughs> Ooh. I myself had a shot of Rumplemints that really. Uh, hit the the back of the throat, the top notes of the back of the throat, <laughs> like I was uh, shoving my toothbrush into my esophagus. <laughs> but we are doing our top five, and today it is uh, rom coms. So, so, um, I guess we will start with five and go down to one. Yeah, who wants to go first, though? Well, it is I. It is up to you. I do not care. You um, know what? I'll start, and I'll give you yeah, my. Go for we'll it. just do. We want to. We'll just alternate. I think that's the best yeah. way to do so this. Okay. You are going to hit me with your uh in fifth place top five rom coms. Yeah. What do you have in fifth place? I have How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Okay, great. Because first of all, you obviously have fantastic Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. Like that to me, like. Mm-hmm. That was a poster that hung in my school for like four years when it really should have only been up for like six months. And I cannot, I I can still see Kate Hudson wearing that that buttery yellow dress with her hair done and that huge fucking buttery diamond and shit. The poster for that movie did kind of, uh, it kind of hung around for a while like yeah. it's, it's ingrained in my brain because it was also a yellow backdrop to the it was like yeah poster. it was a pretty golden color yeah so yeah absolutely what's your number five well number five for me is going to be bridesmaids okay um you know i i kind of went back and forth with thinking that this is a rom-com but it is actually a rom-com because there is uh it's classified as that but I, all, I think it's a hilarious movie that doesn't get a lot of... Um, My absolute favorite line from that movie is, Sup, fuck, buddy, I heard you're in need some roadside assistance. <laughs> and I don't know why I love... I just love fucking John hilarious Hams. john ham yeah. like he kills me every time my my i think my favorite part of that whole movie is the wendy mcclendon covey part where she goes the other day i was slaving in the kitchen making a beautiful meal for my family and my nine-year-old comes up to me and says mom 
don't want pizza for dinner. Like, we're not having pizza. I'm making dinner. Mom, I want pizza. We're not having pizza. He said, Mom, why don't you go fuck yourself? He's nine. <laughs> He's nine. He's nine. Love that movie. I think it's great. And yeah, there is a good romantic, uh, you know, subplot to it. But mm-hmm. it's just, it's a powerhouse of female comedians. And it's just great. I love it. So that is number five for me. Okay. Number four for me is Crazy Stupid Love. Interesting. I have never seen it. First off, they have the disillusion of Julianne Moore and Steve Carell's marriage. Okay. And he becomes making, he makes friends with Ryan Gosling, who is this, like, he's like almost, I think he's supposed to be Jewish in the way he talks. He speaks a lot of Yiddish. Um, but he also too is like this playboy that you see in this bar all the time. Every time they're there, he's like he, a relationship fixer in that movie. Like kind, I, I have kind of not like, seen even it. Then, it's not that he's a relationship movie. fixer. It's basically the fact that like, he's this guy who tries to teach him like, okay, let's go ahead and like get your groove back kind of thing. Like, oh, Hey, okay. because so basically got a groove back. Got because, <laughs> because Steve Carell keeps sitting in this bar to start off with telling everybody that the he's in there because his wife and him are getting a divorce because she cheated on him with this guy, David Lindhagen. Yeah. And I have seen the scene where he just throws himself out of the car. Yes. And that's, yeah, that's right at the beginning. So, uh, it's like, he got, he's in this bar every night telling people the same thing. Like my wife cheated on me with David Lindhagen, (laughs) like all the time. And then Ryan Gosling's character who sees him there every night is like, listen, dude, I don't even know you, but you know what I do know about you? I know your wife left you for David. And he goes, Lindhagen. Like, literally, it's just like, like this whole you thing. You need assistance. Yeah. And so he decides to, like, hang out with him and help him out and get him off, like, help him get, like, his groove. Which okay. then he gets him, like, the first person he sleeps with is Miss Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei, that's right. I've seen that. Oh, God. It's like the whole movie is just... It, even then, at one point, Steven's like, I don't know, like, they didn't... Did they end up back together? And I was like, I can't... I go, to me, in all honesty, I go... I don't think they did. He goes, well, the end of it, that's kind of sad. I said, but also too, it shows you that your relationship doesn't always have to be that you guys are directly like dating each other all the time. Yeah. And so I liked, I love the story of it. And yeah. even then there's a whole like little stupid, weird little triangle between like Steve Carell's son has a crush on the babysitter, but the babysitter has a crush on Steve Carell. Isn't Emma Stone in it as well? And then Emma Stone is in it, and it turns out Emma Stone is Steve Carell and Julianne Moore's daughter. No! Oh my god, I seriously have not seen this movie. Yeah, so, <laughs> sorry, guys. But it's, so it's they, old. If they, I was going to watch it, I would have watched it. But so they, you find out that that's their daughter, but then you find out that the guy has that Ryan Gosling hasn't been around for a while because he's been hanging out with this new girl he's into... Turns out it's Emma Stone, which okay. Ryan Gosling been had been helping the dad sleep, her- yeah, okay. sleep around. Oh, the the tangled <laughs> the whole, webs we so weave. What ends up happening is is the dad goes to the house with his because they still have like so uh, Aunt Emma Stone's character is like their older daughter who they had like uh-huh. right out of high school, and then they have two younger children who are like. 12 and like seven basically okay. which the little girl is little young joey king oh god joey king <laughs> and so that's uh so they have two younger kids well the young their son ends up become like Jesus the girl <laughs> the son has ends up having a crush on their babysitter the babysitter has a huge crush on the dad 
the dad has no idea any of that is going on the dad is still attempting to try and woo the mom back or whatever the mom has at this point gone on a date out after the marriage has like been broken up he she goes on a date with david lindhagen oh my god who's playing david lindhagen kevin fucking bacon oh fuck (laughs) love that and the guy who plays the dad of the babysitter is the guy who plays twisty the clown oh john carroll lynch yes john carroll lynch plays her dad that came off the top of my head and i it took me a second after i said it to go i think that's right and it is right so here's (laughs) the fucking funniest part so basically what happens is like the son and the younger daughter help the dad set up like this cute little like recreation of like the mom's him his him and his their mom's first date to try and like woo their, her back. Their romance. Yeah, and so the older sister is supposed to be joining them. She's not there just yet. They help. They walk Julianne more around to the side of the house with her fucking blindfold on or whatever, and they're trying to like tell her something sweet or whatever. Well, then here all of a sudden comes. <laughs> Here comes that girl's dad hauling ass at. So John Carroll Lynch comes running around the corner, fucking tackles Steve Carell. Well, basically when he, his wife is putting away their clothes in the house after she's done laundry and finds that the daughter has taken like nude pictures of herself to give to the dad, but never gave to him. So she and the dad end up in this like crazy high speed chase to get to their house. Oh my god! When he gets there, the parents get like him and his dad are arguing with each other. The uh, like Ryan Gosling's character tries to help stop it, and Steve Carell's mad at Ryan Gosling now because he's dating his daughter, and she and he knows what shitty person. Oh, it just keeps getting deeper and deeper. And then out of nowhere, while all these other people are arguing, while then the dad now has basically, like, the daughter has had to scream at the dad, like, Dad, no, he has no idea. I'm in love with him. He has no idea about the naked pictures. Which then Steve Crow's like, what? I'm not. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Like, he's just freaking oh. out. But then the son who's in love with the babysitter is still standing there. Oh, so God, all of a sudden God. he's you, like. I'm, you've lost me with all the, dude, like, because the son and the. This is all just one part of the movie. Yeah. But even then, so they're all starting to argue with each other. And then here shows up David Lindhagen to drop off her scarf she left in the fucking car. So then the next thing you know, all three of the guys who were just fighting with each other in the yard all turn and decide to kick David Lindhagen's ass. Now the cops are called. (laughs) It just gets deeper and deeper. Okay, this is wild because we, you and I need to watch this because my husband's told me that I should watch this because he likes this movie a lot. It's such a fun movie. I didn't realize you liked it this much. So yeah, I need to Um, watch. I just can't believe I've never watched it. Emma and I went and watched it in theaters. Uh, Well, I like everybody in it, so... And the Why way not? that the relationship builds between the Emma Stone character and Ryan Gosling's character, which this is what one of the first ones they had done together. I think that was the first one they did do together. And it was such a, like, because even then it was so good. Then they were in, like, a drama together. And then they did the musical La La Land together. What drama were they in together? They were in, uh, it was like a gangster movie. Oh. Well, yeah, La La Land is where Emma won yeah. her uh, her Oscar. Yes. But Okay, anyway, so okay, what's your well, number Well, moving on to my... This wouldn't be our podcast if we didn't get off on tangents about our movies, but yeah. So, uh, the people who've seen the movie know exactly what scene I'm talking about, and they followed the entire thing. I just can't believe, as a movie person that I am, that I have never seen that Dude, movie. Dude, you, and you would and love not it for a long time. It's <laughs> so funny, and it's very smartly written. Like it's good. 
Well, number four for me is a movie that I don't think you've ever heard of. Okay. It's called My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh, oh. <laughs> I never um, heard Obviously, we have an episode about this. Uh, did we you, did a. Did whole... you see that I sent you the video of Jules stealing the bread van? just a little bit ago yeah. yes, yes yes it is not going well <laughs> this is what comes of telling the truth yeah <laughs> i i absolutely love this movie um there is just something so amazing and captivating about cameron diaz in this film and julia roberts but also both the male leads in this movie rupert rupert everett and uh dylan mcdermott dermot mulroney dylan uh, mcdermott, McDermott they're they're so so good in it um the twin sisters that are played by uh rachel harris and uh carrie preston Uh um they're hilarious too like it's just a great movie and julia roberts is just at her peak charming 90s big smile big hair yeah she's doing a great job Love it. Absolutely love this movie. Um, so We've also that will already always, reviewed it. We so have reviewed it. That, and that's... so that is that is my number four pick. So moving on to Morgan's number three. My number three is Crazy Rich Asians. I have not seen that either. See, and I love it because like the storytelling of that one, again, fucking insanely good. It gives you this wild perspective on wealth from like a different heritage, different... Even then, still. Okay, I will say this. Yes, talk about this movie. However, that is one that is on my list that I do want to watch. So don't love don't it. do too many spoilers. But yes, talk about why you like it. I because just, I do. I know Constance Wu was in it. Yeah, it's I know. just the way that they were able to display the difference between like the way Michelle they Yow's show in that too, wasn't she? Yeah, Michelle yeah, yeah. <sighs> you so and also is Aquafina Academy Award winner Michelle Yeoh. Yes, she is. Is Simo Limo in that too? Or no, 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 no. It's uh, no. That's not the guy that I I can't remember no, his name. I don't but re- it's like it's hair. so even then it still is like it has such a great sense of humor, but also shows like I said just a completely different side of wealth from a different heritage maybe's way of view yeah, or yeah, even yeah. then from a cultural stand view it was it's so good and it's just shows some of the insanity that you probably would not think is real but i have every belief that these people have done this crazy ass shit it's i so didn't know good. that you really that you were so into this i i didn't I know love it i think i yet. own it i own it that's great i honestly i've heard nothing but good things about it's that a movie. fucking spectacular movie i remember when it first came out it was like very um people were so uh falling in love with constance Wu and uh aquafina in it um constance Wu had jong is also in it yes constance that whole Wu... family with aquafina and ken jong is the funniest fucking thing oh god i just die laughing watching it the whole time well i remember being really excited because there is a uh low budget uh gay indie series called <laughs> east siders yeah um that like willem was in and uh some people from as turns that were like gay characters on that um that Constance Wu was in uh, back in 2018. Um, and I remember time. that she got cast in uh, Fresh Off the Boat, yeah. that show. Mm-hmm. And then she got cast in that movie. And I was like, wow, Constance Wu was like really climbing up and doing She was well. everywhere for a she's minute. Yeah. She's so good too. She's just such a great actress. She's awesome. Um, so I, I'm happy for her in that instance. So I would love to watch that too. So, well, the, the, you have three. you have two movies that I have not seen. 
I've got um, I've got a couple other good ones on my list. Oh, I I did, I wasn't anticipating movies that I hadn't seen. So. Yeah. Okay. So well, what? number three on my list, and this is why I didn't talk about it much earlier. How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days is three on my list. Yeah. Um. Goddamn, I just don't know. There's so much I can say about this movie. Kate Hudson at her peak. They were both such a. They were look both looking so good. The way the story was fucking written was fucking comedy. The timing in that movie. The thing is, is like it totally would have been higher on my list if I didn't have these other ones I was putting ahead of it. It just. I remember watching that movie when I was younger, and I just first of all, Kate Hudson in that movie. I owned it on VHS. I actually um, when. When I uh, was uh, seeing Ben, shout out to Ben, I for uh, up, a bitch? Christmas present, uh, that was like the first movie we, were, we ever watched together, so I uh, made him like a gift basket, and I put it in there, and he was like, but I actually do love this movie, so I love this, because like, it's such a good movie. Don't forget about Catherine Hahn playing Catherine the best Hahn, friend who is... B.B. Uh, Newerth in it as yes. the editor in the film. Um, yes. The, way, the thing is, is Kate Hudson really does show off her goddamn comedy acting chops in this movie. That scene where she's sitting there bringing in the book of their children. Our you family album. You don't want to see our children? We, we don't have children. Oh, we don't have children. Like that whole scene is so and, fucking and good. And how Matthew McConaughey is reacting. Like he's like, first of all, like this bitch is crazy, but also too like, oh my God, what is happening? Yep, like it's, I don't it's understand. Heart, like it has a heartwarming also the way that it unfolds at the end, it's one of my favorite. Um, Cause like I, we talked about in the no hard feelings review, the um, romantic comedy trope is that, you know, they find out that they've been betrayed and blah, 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 all that. This is one of my actual favorite ways of finding out that they have been double crossed. They both are at the same party together, finding out that they have been, used yeah. for the purpose of the other and then they go on stage and do a fucking messy drunk rendition of you're so vain in front of everybody yes it's so good so it's so so good and there's also like emotion she goes outside and he's like and he says you know what andy you wanted to lose a guy in 10 days you just lost him no i didn't ben because you can't lose something you never had it's great how to lose a guy in 10 days is a fantastic movie Please go watch it. If you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. Yeah, You'll it's... love it. And Kate Hudson looks spectacular in that yellow dress yes. with that yellow fucking diamond on her neck. Dude, she looks so. great. Okay, so um, my number two is The Proposal. I've seen The Proposal. The Again, com- not something I expected to be on your list. But... Even then, the comedy aspect of it is just fucking yeah, immaculate. It's good. It's good. You also have just some of like literally the like it's just you have Betty White to the window to the wall like listening to Sandra Bullock sing fucking yeah like fucking get low in the fucking woods like it's just it's so funny it is it's It's very funny it has such a solid cast you've got you know the guy who I don't ever remember what his name is, but I always feel like his name, I always want to call him. He was on uh, the, oh my God, he was on Troop Beverly Hills. He was the muffler man. Neffler. Girl, I don't, I don't know. 
Judge or something. He's like, he, you, he was on the show Judge, maybe, question mark. Are you talking about Reno 911 or no, Troop Beverly no, Hills? No, 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 no. Okay, on Troop Beverly Hills, he was married to Phyllis Neffler, a.k.a. Cher, uh, Shelly... Shelly Duvall, or not Shelly Woods. No, uh... Winter. No, fucking, oh my God. Shelly W. <laughs> We we know what Shelly we're talking about. Our beautiful oh redheaded God. goddess. Uh, she looks immaculate in that fucking khaki and emerald fucking yes, cape oh and God. shit. Why can we not think of her? Are you sure it's not Winter? Shelly Winters? No, 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 no. It's fucking... Shelly uh, Gypsies. It's fucking... I don't remember. <laughs> Anyways. But so, um, he that guy's in... I, I in the proposal, he plays name. the dad. He's Shelly Long. Shelly Long, oh my yeah. God, God, that pisses but me off. But then also think of too, that. the mom who's uh, who plays uh, the mom on the proposal is um, she's the mom on Step Brothers. Step Brothers, yep. yes. Mm-hmm. I know uh, exactly. She's and, so, her name and is. She's married to Ted Danson, isn't she? I hope Mary Steenburgen. Mary Steenburgen, yeah, yeah she's married she's to. Great. And then, um, you, yeah, you know, great. and don't her. forget Grandma being fucking Betty White. Betty White, yeah. You got Ryan fucking Reynolds, just hot, just sassy little man piece, naked and literally, wet. he's the smart ass little snack piece we all love watching. Oh, and dancing and doing stupid shit. Delicious. And then Sandra Bullock is just a fucking Hollywood. Just she's just the sweetest. She from it. She just to me reminds me of what I think my friend Nikki's gonna look like when she gets to her age. Just like still, just like wait, who reminds you of that? My friend Nikki, I've grown up with. Like I know, like which actress reminds Sandra you? Sandra Bullock. Sa- oh, okay. Gotcha, like gotcha. I think I could see her like just being like the attractive like girl next door who you can always just like. She's so yeah. sweet. She's so funny. She's just chill. You know how that's how I see her. But she's still also too. You see her naked in that movie. She's banging. That's the first time you ever see her naked in a movie. Well, and like, I also do love that uh, there was like, there's like these behind the scenes stuff about that movie where like Betty White was like having just a wonderful time. They all like, just were like, so like respectful and like being like, she's such a legend and everything like on the set. Dude, Betty White. She was the fucking goat, man. Morgan, You said Freddie Neffler from True Beverly Hills. Yes. Craig T. Nelson. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh yeah. Oh my god! Now I can totally see the, yeah. him in the yeah, movie. Yeah, he's the he's the dad. Yeah, Craig who's T. Nelson. trying to get fucking Andrew to From stick Coach. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I meant. Yeah, Coach, not yeah, judge. Yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so you have your number two. What is it, you little whore? Oh, uh, well. Right, so number cunt. two for me is Father of the Bride. God I damn it! You you know what? I fucking love. And we're talking the one with Steve Martin and the Diane only, Keaton and only stuff. The one that I know of, Father of the Bride. Okay, so there's actually an original one from like the 50s. Oh, shit. Well, so the one in the 90s. No, I'm not talking about that. No, okay, but then there's one in the 90s, which was the one with uh, Steve Martin Steve and Martin, Diane, Diane Keaton. Keaton. It's also Martin got Martin Short. Short. You oh, have uh, B.D. Wong is Kimberly in it. Williams. She's also now Kimberly Williams. Um, what's the. Paisley. She's married to Brad Paisley. Anyways. No, but, wait, she is? Yeah. Holy fucking shit. Did not know that. So she was also in that music video of his, like, she says, if I go fishing, I'm going to, like, leave you. What I mean? He's like, uh, I want to check gonna you like, for TX. Yeah. He's, right? Is that, the, is that the song you're talking that's about? The sa- no, that's not the same song, but that's Brad oh, Paisley. Oh. That's the same singer. 
So what? there's like he's like, well, I'm gonna miss her when when I get um, home. I've already I'll lost be, interest. Yeah, they're on this like show. Well, here's the thing and, is um, when I sitting in the sun. One one thing I'm I always sure loved about this movie her. growing up, like my mom and me used to just, and we can still do this. If if I but text that was my, one of my favorite movies to watch, and I still love so it. Good. George Banks is only, only paying for this. George many- Banks is saying no. Who's, Who's George, George Banks? Banks? Me. <laughs> my mom and I used to love that. Uh, we are we are, our favorite part, and I think pretty much everyone's favorite part of this movie has to be Martin Short as Frank. Um, the Frank. way that he, he is introduced, and B.D. Wong is a spectacular. This little sidekick to him. Okay, yeah. hold on. I've told you the story about when I was at Caitlin and Jason's that night, and I had like a whole freak out, and I just started carrying yeah. on about B.D. Wong, and how his last name is spelled W-O-N-G, but he plays characters like Doctor Wong, who was on Law and Order SVU. Okay, but it is spelled. H A U N G Huang is like how it's spelled. So, it's, so they're spelled, Hong. they sound the same, but are spelled differently. Right. And I went on for probably 45 minutes in their living room spelling the names of different Jesus. ways how he did his stuff. Plus, the two BD Wong has been voice actors and shit I've grown up listening oh, to. Yeah. And the fact that he also plays Herman. That's what his name is, if I remember right. In uh, Father of the Bride, yeah, I can't remember exactly if that's what it's his something. Name is. It's something along the lines that sounds that way. But anyways, well, I, my that thing. Is one of... Okay, so the introduction to the character of Frank. Do you remember the very first scene that you see him? It's, it's when they're in the fucking office. No, 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 no. It's they've you know hired a wedding planner and all that, and he's coming. And um, <laughs> Steve Martin's George looks out the window. George Bonks, and you just see Martin Short That's walking Steve- up the drive, and he goes, "Oh, it's very nice. So change it all, though." And he comes inside, and like they just, he just is just like <laughs> annihilating everything about the house from Honey, start to finish. We're talking about George Bonks, and there's Stephen knows this exactly one, what I'm talking about. I don't know if he ever saw it before he ever met me, but I've made him watch it so many times. Since there's then. this one amazing scene where George gets mad, and he goes, "Then I'd like." The chipper chicken. chicken. I understood the chipper part. Like, there's just so many. Go- <laughs> this, uh, I don't think so, Bob's. This too is not a blue. Armani <laughs> doesn't make a blue toxado. Armani no, doesn't no, also no, make polyester. No, like, it's so fucking good. It's a great I will story. also it's give heartwarming. Father, Father of the Bride Part 2 is also it's delightful. Also great. Still also great. has all the same cast of characters. Diane Keaton, so always good. a treat. She's just always wonderful. Yes, she's such a good character. Yeah, I the- actually love Diane Keaton specifically more than anything for her role of Annie Banks in these movies. To me, Not she just plays... Nina. 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 Yeah, Nina. yeah. Annie's also, the daughter. Also, too, I love how the family have become, like, they all get become close between the first movie and the second movie. Like, what, Yeah, one thing I really love in the first one, before the wedding, I've always thought this, even when I was younger, Nina, Diane Keaton's outfit for the wedding is so fucking classy. That it's like she's also a jewel a jacket. Like, well, it's like the jacket connected 
at the top and it's kind of hanging open yeah and she's got gloves and a shorter skirt and it's all like almost like jeweled oh my god it's so she's fucking fierce it's fresh. amazing yeah, yeah 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 um and it's got uh the Culkin kid in it yes um, it's young kiernan young kiernan Culkin. um second movie is also great too but just the first one i, I also always thought it was just such an amazing fantastical concept that you could have that immaculate of a reception in your own home yeah there's no way you could it's have just yeah it's no. fan it's pure fantasy but also too i will but, give you the fact that when they do kind of like the thing is is when you do see bits and pieces of it it does look like it's just kind of all squeezed together so i'll give it that but then there's too. like other moments of it that's like this is clearly just like a separate set piece that's not in their house like yeah the house was not that big no this it wasn't isn't large enough to like do did that you blow shit, out yeah. a wall like, <laughs> yeah what kind of construction were you doing in this home when you but decided is, to start just blowing shit out it's a wonderful film i love it so much um isn't it a um we you and i have done this before the director is um hold on oh my god we know this marshall gary marshall is it gary i think it's gary hold marshall on. i'll tell you uh let me get I think it is a Gary Marshall. Charles Shire. Really? Yes. Okay, well, it's someone... There was someone important involved in it, though. Like, Nancy... Um, Nancy Myers Nancy with the Myers, screenplay. Yes. That's right. Because it was a whole thing when they did, like, a reunion, like, third one on Zoom during COVID. Yeah. Yeah, that... Nancy Meyer, she did, uh, Nancy Meyer did Parent Trap. Mm-hmm. She's a, you know, another known kind of lady. But anyways. Okay, all right, Morgan. So, so number my one. Number one. Don't you fucking disappoint me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, my number one has never been kissed. Wow. I am so off on what you think, what so, I think yours are going to be. Here's and... why I love it. So it's one of these movies that I grew up watching a lot. Yeah, yeah, And um i i myself i mean i wasn't like i was never one of those kids that was like super bully where people were like outwardly like mean to me like people would say shit but it was never anything that i felt like yeah yeah was a problem for me but when i've watched this movie and i've seen where they like picked on her character mm -hmm. i just always really like connected with this character of hers and then i also too just loved like the story of the fact that you have like the shitty guy she grew up with who she was into so she's no longer like dealing with his shit now she's trying to deal with the guy who at the school where she's pretending to be that age kind of reminds her of him right which hilariously today steven made the comment he goes oh my god if we get a dog we should name it rufus and all i could say was i don't know if i could ever do that because i could all i can think of was like this prom is gonna be rufus by the way don't forget that you have a young uh, James Franco is in it. It's got David Arquette. It's got Jessica Alba in it. It's a weird fucking cast of people. I've never seen this movie either. <laughs> you really haven't? No, I haven't. Okay, <laughs> so I feel like you and I are going to have to have like a weekend where I can just show you these, like the couple of the ones that I... Because even then, I like know I know Josie Grossy and the concept of it, but I just let have me never let seen me tell you something. I've never the seen the scene where she goes out to meet the guy, the popular guy where who she gets in, egged. I've seen that. That's, egged. that's iconic. I, yeah. When it hits her, I see like the dress it's every sad. time I think about it. Like I get choked up. I don't necessarily yeah. cry every time, but I feel the 
I get a lump in my throat. I get just so devastated for her every time. Like, and I've seen this consistently since this movie came out. Like we watched it on a fucking, we rented it all the time. And then my mom bought it. And then as I got older, I bought it. And even then, I also now have Ever After. I have a huge, like, I've seen Ever After. I love the Drew Barrymore rom coms of like the end of the 90s. But you and I will have to watch it together sometime because, like, the Josie Grossy concept, yes, but then you get to kind of just see. It's kind of like when you finally realize, like, in your mid 20s, kind of like your what your real vibe is and where you need to, like, take it further. It's like she finally realizes that by acting yeah. like she's a kid again. And it's. Well, I mean, I never wanted, I didn't want to tell you this, but <laughs> when we were here that one day and you and Caitlin and I watched. Uh, 10 things i hate about you that was, was that the, the first time you ever seen time it? i'd ever seen it and i was sitting there pretending it, like i had seen it oh like, my god yep. it's and that one's so good too it's such a it's such a good time but um, oh yeah it was great i enjoyed it one, very much but one of my absolute favorite lines from never been kissed <laughs> is the the guy who owns the paper that she works at comes uh-huh. onto the bleachers and he goes Weenas! I got everybody hot weenas, and he's got a tray, and he's got a cane in his hand, and he's trying to scoot down the aisle, and there are people in his way, so he slams his cane on the thing. He's like, <laughs> "Get your own damn row!" And then he goes, "Weenas! I got weenas!" <laughs> he just keeps hollering about it. But even then, uh, the thing that was fun with the uh, <laughs> with not, never been kissed though, which I could see this coming up this Halloween a good bit. Okay. The three popular girls that Drew Barrymore's character ends up like befriending, mm-hmm. they all dress up as Barbie for prom. Oh well, yeah, Barbie's going to be everywhere this Which year. Which Barbie's already gonna be any everywhere, but they are three very specific Barbie costumes from that movie itself that I could see making a comeback because there's like Malibu Barbie, Disco Barbie, and Evening Gown Barbie is what these three girls go as. Okay. Which Jessica Alba's character is Disco Barbie. Jessica Alba's in it? Yeah. Okay. And then um, a gal who she was in uh, Sugar and Spice, she plays the pregnant cheerleader. I don't think you've ever seen that one either, but that's a fun one. She's in I it. thought she's... you meant the drag queens. <laughs> no, no. I'll have to show you that movie too because it's a very fun little cheerleader movie and it's stupid. Mina Suvari's in it. I've seen the sweetest not, thing. Not Mina Suvari. No, Mina Suvari is in this one. And they make a weird turn to Conan O'Brien. I don't get it. Anyways. <laughs> so those that's my number one. What is your number one? All right. So my number one, I believe, is also a movie you've never seen. I don't know. Try me. Sleep This in Seattle. Nope. Never seen that one. Um, this is what is uh, regarded as the first and the original rom-com yeah on all of the like dvds or whatever if you go it says the one that started it all yeah um it is a oh my god such a good movie um it is tom hanks meg ryan um, and a weird little kid um it has not the one that'll tell you that the human head weighs eight pounds rosie o'donnell um it has uh fucking uh oh my god i know her name uh rosie rita, perez rita um rita oh. moreno uh tom rita hanks moreno is, tom hanks's wife oh is in it. rita wilson oh my god why did i say rita wilson um, rita moreno was in the original west side story yes like okay yeah um 
Uh, Victor Garber is in it. Um, oh my God, does he play a straight man? He does. He plays How Rita Wilson's stupid. husband. Oh my God! There is this iconic scene, Morgan, in this movie where, okay, so the concept—I don't know if you know the concept of Sleepless in Seattle—but Tom Hanks's wife dies yes. before the movie even starts, and he's got a kid, right? His kid calls this online uh or not online uh, radio uh radio talk show with dr marsh dr marsha fieldstone dr marsha fieldstone and she okay. is leaving her christmas with her fiance which is played by oh my god i know his Crispin name glover nope i know his name uh, it's the guy Val that, kilmer it's the guy that plays christina ricci's dad and casper uh, oh, uh, you talking about my baby Bill, pa- Bill, Bill Bill Pullman? Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. I almost said he plays, he plays Walter in the movie, and Man, they're driving Bill separately. Pullman. And sh- so Bill the Pullman's also in a movie with Sandra Bullock called "While You Were Sleeping." While you were sleeping, and it's sleeping. Very oh, of course. Cute. But it's so it's so great. The whole movie starts with Meg Ryan is driving home, separate from her fiance, and she hits a person, and she's listening to this nighttime talk show driving yes and it's the son calling being like my dad needs a new wife and she is like we have a caller on the phone saying that his dad needs a new wife so then she goes is your dad there and like meg ryan's character is like oh don't listen to her jonah hang up and and he like brings him on she's like oh wretched woman and so everyone around the world listens to tom hanks's character talk about how much he loves and misses his wife yeah and how he can't sleep because he misses her so much oh that's so cute so the concept of the story is people become obsessed and in love with him from this one radio. i want to watch the truman shows it like that no they Aww. he becomes kind of like a, a celebrity where they all just all these desperate women are sending him letters like I want to be your wife. I want to be your wife. I'm desperate. Make me your wife. And Meg Ryan, Ryan, Annie, who is getting married to Bill Pullman, she has a moment of weakness where she tells Rosie O'Donnell, her friend, that she, you know, can't stop thinking about him and that she kind of wants to send him. Like, she just feels this connection. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, Rosie O'Donnell says, like, the guy could be a creep, a real psycho, a killer, someone like my Rick. Like her husband. <laughs> and like, oh my god! And the whole throughout the movie, there's this whole theme of the movie "An Affair to Remember" with Cary Grant and Deborah Carr. Okay. And it's they are supposed to meet at the top of the Empire State okay. Building in New York. And, um, one of the most iconic moments in the film is Annie writes this letter that she wants to meet tom hanks's character but uh-huh. then she just says like oh that's stupid i'm gonna throw it away well rosie o'donnell's character sends it the kid Reads finds it. it and he wants his dad to meet her there and tom hanks's character sam is like he's obsessed with this woman who wrote me about meeting on the empire state building on valentine's day empire so state Rita and he's Wilson. in seattle Yes, and Rita Wilson. This is the iconic That's moment. That's the other that we... side of the country. Why? Oh, oh, you... oh! There's a whole thing where they there's a whole flight and all kinds of shit in it. But what's so funny is this is the Do, part. Does the people pay for it? No, 
But there's this part in the movie that my mom and me love the most. And it's Rita Wilson sitting there with Victor Garber, her husband in it. And he's like, he's obsessed with this woman who wants to meet at the top of the Empire State Building. She goes, oh, it's like that movie. You haven't seen it? Oh, God. Cary Grant and Deborah Carr. He's supposed to meet her there. And she goes on this whole thing where she's supposed to go meet him. And she gets hit by a taxi. Uh And she's too afraid to tell him that she's dead crippled and he's too afraid to tell her why she's crippled and then she's just like sobbing and they're like taxi hit her yeah this that this movie an affair to remember but then victor garber and tom hanks are like that sounds like a chick movie and then they start making fun of her by talking about some war movie like oh he throws the grenade down the shed oh god i love that movie (laughs) she's like you guys are assholes but no it's it's a fantastic movie um there's just some amazing like there's music in it that the the soundtrack had a bunch of music by celine dion can i Frank pick, Sinatra, can I pick next week's very i want to make a very obscure topic and i want to give you a few days to like actually think about it and come up with something okay like i just want to come up with something weird okay like how weird though? like i wanted to come up with something sketchy that like you probably don't have an answer to directly so you kind of like well okay i kind of think about this one but maybe not that and so much like give yourself a google be like oh i was shocked to learn that one or something like i'll come up with a good idea but okay what i'm not 100 sure yet oh okay so you're not i thought you like i'm saying like like, like what if i came up with like some of the coolest most obscure inventions that you can find i just want you to like see if you can find something that like when you like give you something to like learn maybe something new about let's let's maybe do that a little bit further in because that might be something what about murder can i do murder uh what about like true crime what about like your top five favorite true crime serial killer I don't know about favorites. I mean, I would say Not the one. Favorite, yeah, maybe like, most intriguing. Think, yeah, ones that were more interested. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know what? I would say we'll figure it out, but I think we can. I'll lean into that realm of things, and then you and I can kind of whittle down. Yeah, because I mean, like, I don't know. I don't have like a favorite killer, but like, no, one, like one that, that like, like maybe I has provided the you most... the most interested or has been like, wow, that one's a wild one. I kind of, yeah, have, that like, I've paid the most attention to, yeah, that I've yeah, really yeah. leaned into. Like, even then, like, it could always fall into things like the most, like, one of your more favorite conspiracy theories or something like that. Like, I love those. Yeah. I don't have, like, like Avril Lavigne having been replaced. Oh, I guess I forgot. I can get into... Okay. That Katy Perry is actually JonBenet Ramsey. Like, those things. There's another one, too, that we've talked about. I, I know Avril Lavigne, but isn't there another one that we've talked about that someone is not who... God, I can't, I can't remember. remember what it is, but I know that the average either way is one that we've we'll come about. up with one that is a good weird one that I will have picked. Like we can maybe come up with some ideas. Maybe we'll toss them in a hat. I think the idea of us tossing them in a hat, maybe even then we'll make little baggies of like this is a weird selection week. This is like a like pop culture one like week. Like we can maybe make some different like bags to toss different ideas into. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So come back. We'll be here tomorrow, actually, because we're going to be right back for a Weeview Wednesday. Yes, so, we will. I mean, yeah, we'll see you here in about, uh, I don't know, 35 fucking seconds.